gang. Shot your dad. In the head, Caitlyn Jenner ran over a bitch and now she's going to be governor of California. As she should. Caitlyn Jenner, I do, do you remember her coming out moment? The Vanity Fair cover was Queen. so iconic. Queen. Queen. Queen, queen. I am I am Kate. I'm I am Kate. Kate. This is my reality show. I'm a Republican white woman. I'm skinny. I have thin, spooky, langly arms. And guess what? I'm going to be governor of California. <laughs> you know what? She's got long limbs, that, that woman. She's got long limbs. I relate to her because I'm built the same as her. Like I have spider. langly... I've got Langley arms and like long ass legs, and then my torso is just like there. Like a little square. I am not proportioned, so I feel you, girl. I've got more neck than her. She's a bit like tight around the neck. Well, you know, some of that tightness, you know, is undoing around the face. Well, but you know what? I think she looks great. She looked great on The Masked Singer <laughs> singing Kesha. Okay. TikTok, make it hop when the party don't stop. <laughs> Your Caitlyn Jenner is better than it should be. Have you been practicing? <laughs> Shopping trip. Helicopters. Do you know oh, about her love double for homicide. Do you know about this? She rides helicopters? No, she likes to pilot little toy helicopters. Anyone who's seen any season of Kardashians, like, before season four, knows that Caitlyn Jenner loves to pilot little toy helicopters around. Okay, I want to talk about this. About the toy helicopters? Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not specifically, but... um, what is with your current obsession on watching anything and everything Kardashians? Like, have you watched Chloe and uh, Courtney take Miami and all that shit, too? Okay, so I'm planning a really grandiose episode of I'm So Popular, where by myself, I'm going to talk about why Kim Kardashian is the final girl boss of all history. And the re- I was Agreed. inspired because... Netflix Japan put the first four seasons of Kardashians on Netflix and I watched them and was like, Mm -hmm. this is the best TV that's ever happened ever. And then while I was watching, I was like, I need to watch all this chronologically and get the whole story. So I have seen season up to season four of Kardashians and I've seen season one of Chloe and Courtney take Miami plus half of season two of Chloe and Courtney take Miami. What I'm really waiting for is there was Kim more than and Courtney season. take New York season two. Oh, God. Because that's when Kim and Chris Humphrey's divorce on TV. Oh, that was that was history. Yeah, that was iconic. And he's hot, so I would love to see. Um... I remember watching those those very, very early seasons. Um, and I miss that about reality TV. I mean, I miss... Oh, wow, my, my Italian job. I miss, I miss the reality TV show. I miss the, the overproduced, very camp factor of it all. 
Not yeah. that now reality TV is not overproduced at all, of course, but um, I just miss the the lightheartedness. I love drama on reality TV, which is why I hate the new season of Drag Race. They're so stale. But I do miss when reality shows like The Kardashians, um, fucking My Life on the D List, um. Simple of course life. you'd bring that up. Of course you would. Of course. I had to bring Kathy Griffin up again because she pays me for this. Um, I, I, I just miss that aspect of reality TV where, where it was produced as a comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. It was produced as a comedy and then sometimes there would be some drama or whatever. But for that specific of like oh, I'm a D-lister with their reality show, they were always, always set up as basically a sitcom. Right, because the original setup you, of a reality TV show... The original seasons... Sorry to cut you off, but the original uh, season one, two, three or so, they were like 20 minutes. They yeah, they're all the 20 minutes, which is show. amazing. It's so easy yeah. to watch. Yeah. So yeah. they were basically set up as a sitcom, kind of like the, the Osbournes, which started this whole thing. Right, and that's something I love is that it's like they clearly had like plot points like lined up and like written out yeah. and then they just like threw the Kardashian Jenner family into it and just kind of like l- like pointed and laughed at them like failing to take <laughs> care of a dog or homeless person they found on the street. Oh God. And Bo- those uh, are what, both what was plot their store lines. called da- Dash. Oh my God. Dash. Dash. And then, like, we need to set up our Dash Miami. I'm like, nobody is asking for Dash Miami. It's it's crazy to think how far they've come, isn't it? Right. No, it is. Uh, but, you it's know, insane. Th- that format of reality TV was, like, absent for a long time. And I, I think Kardashians is, like, part of why that died. But now we're getting, like, the Netflix resurgence where it's, like, the exact same stuff. Yes. It's like, we write out what these people are going to do. And then we put them there and see what happens, which is what, like, Bling Empire and Selling Sunset has been. You are so right. Because one of the staples of reality TV has been The Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And they, maybe the, the if you're starting a new franchise, they do try and, like, you can feel the producer interference. Because, of course, it's a new show. You don't really know these ladies. But as you go further along... You know there is no producer interference because these ladies have become larger-than-life characters to the point where they will do literally whatever. So when it comes to... I I totally get what you're saying, and I 100% agree. When it comes to this this new wave of reality shows that Netflix has brought upon with uh, Bling Empire and Selling Sunset that overproduce... Like, I don't know. It just brings me back to 2007. Makes me feel warm inside. I love it. Absolutely love it. You know, I think all art is, like, in total crisis, and we haven't had, like, a good movie in, like, five years, basically. Like, literature's over. But reality TV is thriving. Hmm. Oh, here we go again. No, 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 no. I just, uh, what are your examples? I I could agree with your statement. I just... Well, I I think that reality TV has adjusted very well to the short attention span era without having to, like, cut its content. Like, these episodes of, like, Selling Sunset and Bling Empire are, like, still, like, 42 minutes, like, sometimes. And even, like, with that, it's, like, they know what kind of plot lines to write that 
work for such a short format and it's so compelling. No, you're you're right in the sense that um I feel like reality TV has become the format. I mean I agree. the Kid or Dragon on Snapchat, whatever, like it's the format. And this is um, what my friends are like, have you seen the Sopranos? Did you watch this season of this <laughs> show? Have you seen this? I'm like I literally cannot watch scripted TV. It's like, I cannot. The only scripted TV I can watch is Twin Peaks, The Return, The Comeback, and HBO Girls. Ugh, you and HBO Girls. Not this. We Everyone already knows. <laughs> I, I watched the interview. Uh, HBO. HBO Girls. HBO Girls. HBO Girls. HBO Girls. What documentary uh, did you watch? I watched watch? the interview, uh, uh, Lena Dunham on um, Stern being like and i got fired from mildred pierce because nobody told me what i was supposed to do and so instead of getting a dialect coach and speaking a 40s transatlantic accent all i was doing is like oh my god like this woman needs a heart transplant or something and i got fired right away <laughs> and i was like what by the way that's not to suggest that lena denim is not a capable director because anyone who's ever seen tiny furniture knows that she is an artur star she was an actress in Mildred Pierce, and she got fired. She wasn't a director. Good for her. Good for her. Who wants to be in the bitch? remake of Mildred Pierce? Well, I think it won Kate Winslet an Emmy. Well, good for Kate Winslet. What else has she been up to recently? She's going to be, I think, in, well, did it, wasn't she in the Divergent movies? Well, what that's what that? she's been up to, and that is that. Yeah. That's that. What is that? They didn't let's even discuss. finish that. No, let's they, not. They couldn't even get to the end of the Divergent <laughs> franchise. They <laughs> gave up. <laughs> that, I think, that is the only, like, YA trilogy a la Hunger Games. Like, they finished the Maze Runner movies. Who was watching those? Literally no one was watching that. Dylan O'Brien, like, Teen Wolf <laughs> alumni. But yet, they still couldn't cough up the dough to finish the Divergent series with that British guy named, what, Theo? Girl, I don't know what you're talking about. And Shailene I know what you're Woodley. About, but... Shailene. Shailene Woodley. Shailene. She's so unlucky. She even got cut from the... From the Spider-Man movies from playing Mary Jane. She got totally cut from that. Ha ha. Ha ha, Shailene Woodley. Fuck you. What she you has do no that? star power. Work with Nicole Kidman and her Shailene giant Woodley hands. Shailene Woodley has no star power. <laughs> like, true. none I at agree. all. I agree. Totally She should agree. not be a star. Fuck you, Shailene Woodley. Yeah, bang, bang, end of the episode over. Fuck you, Shailene fuck Woodley. Fuck you, and Shailene that's Woodley. It. You look like a horse girl. Should we, um, well, yeah. Should we bring up the fact of um, what's happening right now? And yeah, why I we're mean, doing why not? Right now? I decided to scrap last night's episode because I got too personal about a specific topic for about 30 minutes and decided that I have I don't... no memory of this, by the way. Yeah. I, I was talking to Dave. Well, David was like asking me if I could drink this weekend. Cause I'm taking pills for some sinus problems and what have you. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And I thought he was asking me because, uh, I thought he may wanted to uh, re-record tonight's episode, and I was so relieved. <laughs> I was, I was for once, I was genuinely being nice and checking up on you. Yeah, she was just checking up, uh, and then I was like, "But maybe we just should re-record the episode anyway." <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll, I have no memory of it. I know, all I remember was at some point, because I started watching... Oh, God, here we go again. I started watching Evangelion. Yeah, here we go again. I watched one episode. And you know that meme scene from Family Guy where Peter talks about... Uh, the Godfather, and it's like, it insists upon okay, itself. Okay, It insists upon itself. Because Dave and I fucking spat about this for about a half hour last night. Like, we tested our friendship over No, Evangelion. but, like, we fought. Well, actually, no, we didn't fought. You were screaming at me, and I just took it. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Because I was a, quite more sober than you. You said something really no idea, retarded actually. and bizarre about Ava. And then I questioned you on it. You couldn't explain yourself. And then I earnestly explained my feelings for Ava. And I agreed with you. Yeah. And then you said, well, maybe I'll get it. And I said, well, maybe you just shouldn't watch it. Because if you're going to make Family Guy references in comparison to it, it just might not be for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All I remember is that you sold me on it. Because you talked about, uh, I have these vague memories of you speaking about, like, depression and feeling inadequate and misunderstood and how this is one of the great representations of dealing with that and using the concept of the the mecca whatever whatever it's called mm-hmm. um the evangelion i have if those you memories will. so what the meccas are called evangelions in this show they're called avas david no yeah i just meant like you were telling me they were using the concept of, like, the Gundam-type sh- shows. Uh, yeah, What's yeah, that yeah, called? Yeah. yeah. And you were selling me onto that. But, like, you know, but they used that popularized anime tried-and-true concept to explore depression and feelings of inadequacy and feelings of misunderstanding and self-doubt, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, big titty bitch. I am monkey. I am monkey. Scratch my butthole. I am David Monkey. (laughs) Pee pee poo poo. Fart. (laughs) Fart. Pee pee poo poo. I am monkey. And Um, you know, even though we scrapped the episode, I actually think that the Ava argument we had was really cute. And uh, when we inevitably start a Patreon and upload, it's going up on Patreon. Yeah, it'll go up on the Patreon. And when we upload that plus the. uh, cocaine episode with the crazy bisexual (laughs) earth boyfriend yeah love him even though i viciously bullied him to the point that we couldn't release the episode um (laughs) stay tuned for the gangbang patreon which uh all of the money will go to david i'm not taking any of it so uh go put money in david's (laughs) pocket so he can get back to thailand i need to go back home we're running um, out of money for him to host the podcast, and I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> TriCast is knocking on my door being like, hello? What wait, you wait. doing? Have you ever got the notifications to them? Like, we tried to charge your account, and it didn't work, so we're going to try again I, in three days. I got it three days ago, but but I actually did have money in my account. So it was for – I emailed them being like – Hello, excuse me. Let me let's wait cuz um I do have money in my account. Let me try and contact my bank and then literally 2 hours later I got the email like the receipt and I was like and but before I got the the receipt from Tricats, I got an email from them being like, "Okay, we flagged your account as <laughs> something that we'll look into because I mean like that was a human response uh, cuz I probably told them about uh the fact that it must have been a problem, but the reply was we flagged your account, and we'll keep looking into it. Thank you for replying. Some some shit like that. 
Well, we um, both post, we both host our podcasts through TriCast, and then when like there was like some like technical problem where it was like uploading to Spotify like twelve hours late, like oh god, I kept like emailing them viciously, and then they're like, okay, we'll look into it and we'll check out your podcast. And I was like, wait, please don't, <laughs> like don't do that. <laughs> Never mind, don't, don't. I'll wait. <laughs> you have been. Uh, removed from a hosting site because you are not allowed to say the shit you do. I know. Like, well, on I'm So Popular, I use, like, a massive copyrighted content. Like, I use so much stuff. Like, if anyone, listen up, girls. If you want to get me in trouble, just report I'm So Popular for copyright infringement. I just got a message from my bank saying that Four years have been credited to World of Wonder for WoW Presents Plus. Oh my god, it's getting dark. <laughs> Here we go. I can't believe you pay for that. Why don't you just watch it on like a streaming site, like an illegal one? Because it's so much easier. For four dollars, it's the price of a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Um, for the price uh, of a coffee, you can watch drag queens flagellate themselves in front of RuPaul. <laughs> Look at me dance, RuPaul. I am dancing. RuPaul. Look at me dance. I'm an ice skater. I can skate. I'm so spicy and a little bit icy. Watch me did dance. You, did you hear that? Apparently, Rosé passed out like she literally fainted before her lip sync. So do you want to talk about the uh, Drag Race episode then? The finale? Not particularly, but I can say I'm happy that Simone won. I'm uh, not so loved happy. Her looks. Who would you have won? I would prefer if Gottmik won. No. Yes. Because, listen Based on what? Based on Gottmik being a literal star, never lip-syncing in the actual season, having an amazing track record, saying something interesting with drag. Amazing. Simone says something... mm, Okay. Like, she has, like, a perspective. I can get behind it. I would say her, Candy... And Gottmik all have perspectives, you know? And I would have not been upset about any of them winning. However, Simone flopped in, like, the back end of the season. And every single time she was asked to be... Yeah, she did. Every single time she was asked to be funny or to be interesting, she did the same obnoxious voice of her going, Ho! Factory! Ho! But, um... I was feeling the same way, but then I saw the finale, and I couldn't not awe at just her absolute star power. In the context of the finale, I was like, yeah, nobody, nobody, none of these four are touching her. Maybe Candy, and as, I, I do, I do like this top four overall, everybody. Um, at first, I wouldn't have thought that Candy would have ended up top two, but then, when it comes to lip syncing and whatever, like, she just... She has so much personality that it comes through her lip syncs as well. I agree. Same as Simone. So it felt right. Like, if you take the season out and you just focus on what this episode did, this episode, it was right for Simone to win. Yeah, no, I... I she won. She, she won every of it, those lip It was those right for her to win. She won those lip syncs. Like, it's so obvious. Like, she fucking wiped the floor with Gobbick. But, like, my major problem with this is, like, I hate... The lip sync for the crown format. I think it's so stupid. You you'd rather just um who won the most challenges or whatever. 
I just prefer that it would be based off, like, who is America's next drag superstar. Like, you can tell. I think it would have still been Simone. No, I think it would have been Gottmik. No, but you see, Gottmik was never in the bottom, but she was barely winning either. She was just kind of, like, flatlining. Yeah, but when I think back about, like, the the fun, iconic moments, like, the stuff I've taken away from this season of Drag Race, I think of Candy and Gottmik. Like, Simone had some amazing looks, had, like, a cool take on her drag, but, like, when I think about, like, what I'm gonna, like, remember from this season, I'm not really getting her performance at all, and I think that her being the winner is, like, not going to be that impressive in the year to come. I mean, no shade to Simone, because it's not... Her issue to Wait, solve. Wait, did I say but... Gottmik? I meant to say Simone there. Yeah. <laughs> um, just winners on Drag Race overall haven't had any impact since Sheer Needles. I so. I agree. Well, I would say honestly that Bianca was a pretty good winner. Okay. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Bianca. I would say Bianca. Bianca. Bianca got got actually the the crossover appeal. She mm-hmm. even made it to like the Joan Rivers show. Blah blah blah. But I but think, the original okay, the, so winner I'll, I'll, was the true breakthrough. Yeah. And the last one, too, I think breakthrough as much was Sharon. She got a record deal. She made an album that people were, like, actively looking forward to. It was insane. It was crazy when Sharon won. It was well, crazy. Well, in my opinion, Sharon Needles was, like, the last, like, truly fascinating character on Drag Race. Like, there have been, like, you Agreed. know, people who are, like, funny or cool. But, like, Sharon... And to a degree, Alaska as well were, like, the only queens who, like, when they were on their original Ironic, season. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah, like, they, they, like, came on the show and, like, they were, like, actual drag queens. Like, in the TV format, like, they were able to, like, take, like, the transgression and destruction of drag that I crave and, like, put it in the TV yeah. format correctly, you know? Yeah. But since now then, it's... nothing. It's Evie Oddly and, like, the worst Ugh. winner of all time. Hate her. Hate her. Forgot about her already. I kind of think that I I like Aquaria as a winner as well. Because I feel like she represents something that kind of contemporary and cool. You know? Yes. And I I follow her. No, actually, no. I don't follow her on Twitter. But her tweets pop up on my timeline a lot. Mm -hmm. And she comes off as somebody who understands her references and reveres her references a madonna stan yes that's basically what i was trying to say yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah a madonna Um, stan so we agree no but uh, no but what what i what i meant in a more general sense was because you could see her and come off as like okay she's a fashion queen and blah 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 but she really does take in the references and reveres it and um is aware of is aware period she's she's not as shallow as the show tried to set her up to be only for the storyline you know just so you can be like she's more than this surprise and now she's the winner right Mm -hmm. um she she is as well she's more well-rounded than the show made us believe her to be Right, and, and also, also on the like, show, that season she was, was also, 21. Like, after the Vixen got eliminated, 
and like all the drama left the room that season was a total disaster and like that top four is humiliating like, I don't even remember who was that. Well, Asia I, I like Asia O'Hara. I think she's amazing. I love Asia O'Hara. Like so cool, so funny, so beautiful. Like such a classic drag personality. But th- that's next to Cameron Michaels. Like great. Like <laughs> I, oh my god, you I've go to the gym. Be- I'm so I, riveted. Crazy. I've said this before in the pod. I am obsessed with Cameron Michaels' face. Every time she walked in the runway, just her face shape is intriguing. I was just obs- I was just obsessed with her face. Well, she's like southern drag. Like she really is, you know. Well, no, it's more the fact that she looks like a man. Like she's got a share face. Yeah, and she, the way she's she got dyke face going just... on for sure. Like that 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 <laughs> yeah. kind of face is like like big fat man in her forties who's like still going out to the country bar so she can go drink with the fags. You know, like amazing. <laughs> But, you but guys then she pairs it with like, she's like, oh my god, I'm Maleficent. I'm a fairy queen. I'm a cave woman. I'm tribal. I'm trope. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Have you Cameron seen her Michaels. cock? No, I've seen please. her cock. Exit stage left. I want to fuck I've her. I've seen though. her cock on the, on the on the Gone Wild RuPaul's Drag Race Gone Wild subreddit. I haven't her looked cock. at that in like three years. And the last time I looked, I think it was like India Farah dick pics being leaked, and I was like, I never need to look at this again. Oh, that's when India Farah had an OnlyFans, and she was like dick pigging. India Farah, not um, not Magnolia Crawford. Mad <laughs> swordfish. Wait, no, I was thinking of Sasha Bell. I mixed them up. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm literally pissing my pants at this moment. Can we can we just can I just go pee? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, are you gonna go smoke a cigarette or no, I just go I'm pee just and come back? I'm just gonna sit. Okay, so I'll just go pee and come back. Okay. Oh my god. Well, I'm by myself, so I guess we should do some karaoke. Nah. Karaoke shimashou! Dari utao no ho ga ii ka na? Utada? Amuro? Dari ka na? Saikin. Mecha. Saikin. Amuro ga mecha suki da kedo ne. Dari utao to ho ga ii ka na? Ma o zenzen wa ka nai. Dari shou. だれしょ。ねえ、誰しょ。教えて。皆さん教えて。誰誰歌うの方がいいか。教えて。うん、多分。じゃあ、アムロしょ。アムロ。アムロしょ。じゃあ、オッケー。いいよ。アムロしょ
Okay, well, karaoke is canceled. We're back. Did you want to smoke a cigarette? I mean, we're at the half an hour mark. We could. Okay, karaoke is canceled. (laughs) I was really raring to go, but I would prefer a cigarette over singing. Okay, that'll save your voice. A cigarette always saves a voice. (laughs) As if my voice isn't already raped by sinuses. Oh, we'll talk about that when we come back. Okay, Why don't we do bye. that? Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Cock and balls. Cock and balls. Cock and balls. Cock and balls. Don't even like edit an intro. That's just where we're starting. We're back. <laughs> Oh god, I left my phone outside. Whatever. Did HBO, you see Zac, HBO did you see, girls. HBO, HBO girls. Did you see Zach Efron's plastic surgery? Oh my god, he looks like Madonna. <laughs> okay, I have a hot take about this that I just tweeted mere seconds ago. Oh, I think that him and Kumail, the guy who's going to be in Marvel's the. Yes, the Eternals. That's it. Thank you. I With Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. I know all about this. <laughs> yeah. I think they both are kind of good. <laughs> Listen. Okay, this is going to sound so... No, okay. I, I agree with your take. Okay, my wait. take is... And it's going to sound so stupid. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the take. When I... When I first when I first got into feet <laughs> I I when I was a teenager then I Googled like Zach Efron like foot pics or whatever. Uh-huh. And <laughs> And there was a picture of him and you can Google this right now. Gangbangers and Zach. Um at like some MTV Movie Award or whatever, and it's him in flip-flops, white flip-flops, white pants, white flip-flops, on a white, like, shrug carpet, like a very hairy shrug carpet. And he had nasty, like, toenails with, like, a bush of hair on the big toe. Ugh. And that has turned me off from his good lookingness forever, because Just I a little still bushel remember that's and it was over. It's over. Okay. Over. I'm not actually attracted to Zac Efron like at all. I think, like probably he's not. Got bush toe. Well, you know, personally, <laughs> not because of the bush toe, but however, I do think the plastic surgery steroids is like kind of fun because it's like how many. Like, icons of plastic surgery femininity do we have? It's, like, so many. We have, like, Kim Kardashian. We have Amanda Lepore. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. <laughs> Michelle Visage. I'm old. I gotta bring her up. <laughs> Michelle Visage. Like, well, no, no. Now she's anti. Now she took her boob. Yeah, she took her boobs out. out. She's now like, she's on her journey 5G with her gives gray me cancer. Hair. With her gray hair. Gray hair. Oh, fuck that cunt. 
Yep. She didn't even show. She. The, I just realized now. I just remembered. She wasn't there. Uh, she wasn't there at all. Not even a clip. Nothing. They could have paid for all those queens to stay in a hotel room and brought out all the queens and Michelle Facade's fat ass. <laughs> Literally. Okay. So my point about Zac Efron and Camille from Marvel's Marvel's the blah blah blahs. Um, I think it's. I, I think it's fun. I'm not going to say it correctly, David. Don't try to correct me. You think I'm going <laughs> to say... Evangelion insists upon it. Do you think I'm going to say the Eternals, like, in Ernestine? Be like, yes, Camille, who's an upcoming it's... star of the Eternals. Do you think I'm going to say that? The Eternal is directed by Chloe Chow. Um, Who did what? Director of Nomadland. Movie no. No. McDormand no, 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 in no, a no, box. no, 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 no. You're kidding. You're joking. I'm... I'm not, I'm not. This affirms literally everything I've ever thought about Nomadland. <laughs> because I knew that fucking movie was a corporate hog butthole sellout as soon as I saw it to try to <laughs> appeal to Americans about being poor and Francis McDormand shitting in, a, in the box. Like, you know what? And I knew the it. funny thing is... Of course Chloe you would direct Chow, a Marvel movie! Chloe Chow, um... It just came out, or I just found out as what that she's like a billionaire. Her family back in China is like billionaires, and so now we get to hear about this rich Chinese bitch's experience with poor people. Francis McDormand yeah. poop in a box. Yeah, she dresses like a dyke and acts like a tard. She probably is a. Uh, oh like, wait, are they talking about the director? I was gonna say she probably is a dyke. Francis McDormand is no, just I'm an about asexual nightmare. I'm talking about the director. Oh, you are. Chloe Chow. Because she does dress like yeah. a dyke. I agree. She dress like she wears. Come on, you're a fucking billionaire, and so you want to dress like a dyke that, like, with some plaid. She she wears she wears a hoodie, and she's like, I am so relatable. I'm so in and touch with like, poor people, and now I'm going to direct a Marvel movie. <laughs> what's her face? Uh, James Cameron's ex-wife, the one for the Hurt Locker. At least like Catherine she Bigelow. The game. Catherine Bigelow. Well, Catherine Bigelow kind of does seem poor. <laughs> like, I don't think she made so if much money. If she got half the, the settlement from 30. Titanic, I don't think she's poor at oh. all. Well, that's that's tea. I back to my point again. <laughs> Zach Efron sorry. and Camille, or however you say his name. Um, sorry, Steroid I face. just literally don't know. Is that correct? I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. Camille, it's steroid face. You know what, steroid face, you were, like, in Silicon Valley. You don't deserve, like, me knowing how to say your name correctly. (laughs) Silicon Valley, I forgot that show existed. Well, that's where he got his start, and now we have to deal with him as a pop cultural figure. It's, it's, I, uh, what, what is the, what is it? It happened with him, and, um, It happened with that fucking loser from The Office. Which one? The tall, gangly one. Oh, the the one that married uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, and then he did like some like military movie. He's like, I'm fit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, an yeah, action yeah. star. And I have with Chris Pratt. Oh, it's like, so stupid. I'm in Parks and also, Rec. I'm fat. Now I'm Star Lord. I'm so hot. No, Chris Pratt needs to be in several jails. He not only is he like a Chris not like. You're a Republican, but he's like a Christian Republican. In the he's now in the Schwarzenegger family. You left Anna Faris, scary movies. Anna Faris 
for a Schwarzenegger. Oh, did they break up? I didn't which, even know that. He divorced Anna Ferris to marry Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, which means because Arnold Schwarzenegger is married to whatever her face is, and she's a Kennedy. So now Chris Pratt Chris is Pratt basically is run for a Kennedy. In Thirty years. Ugh, and his feet aren't even good looking. Well, to be honest, my take is that Republicans, I like, I think are like generally more attractive men than like Democrats usually. Oh, when it comes to men, yes, yeah, because I like a strong conservative man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his Mussolini tea, okay. I love a Mussolini tea, and um, well, that that. What am I gonna get hard on? To my Cor- point you you think you think I'm gonna see Cory Booker? What? Sorry, Sorry what? Uh, no, I was just gonna say my point originally was that I like that Zac Efron and Kumail got plastic surgery Steroids. because now they look like cartoon characters and it's like it's like fun <laughs> and sexy to have like masculine cartoons where we've had nothing but like swampy female cartoons like in pop culture for years. So hooray. Yes. I I wow, I agree. We agree. Period. How uh, how unusual on Ganked Banked. How unusual, <laughs> especially on yesterday's band episode. Oh, yeah, uh, the future episode of White Heat, eventually available on Patreon. Eventually. One day. Today is not the day. One day. day. <laughs> um, oh my god, hey, we're, um, we're slaying the game. Sometimes. We I think mean, today. We I think we are. Like tonight, um, we're having a blast. I'm I got it. I got into a fight. I got into a, well, not a, like an actual fight, but I got into a quote unquote argument with men. I love today. that you clarified it as if anyone would ever think that your like flippy wristed bitch ass would ever get into an actual fight. I get into fights with furniture. I've talked about this previously. <laughs> yeah, and even when you get furniture into does not furniture, fight back. <laughs> you do not have a fair fight because you bring a knife to the fist fight. <laughs> To the furniture fight, it's you bring a, a knife. Is that not a Taylor Swift lyric? I'm gonna <laughs> don't repeat that. Taylor um, Swift bot. Uh, I get into a fight. Well, uh, sorry. Okay, uh, let me try again. I got into an argument with man about oh. the Mortal Kombat movie, which I did not end up seeing. By the way, Zach, I told oh, you, you I was skipped it. it. I, no, I I'm gonna watch it after we hang out probably. Um, cause. Even though I am literally 49 years old, I have never in my life played Mortal Kombat or I know nothing about it. So I told Man, because Man has been hyping up this movie with me for like since a trailer came out. And I was like, okay. And so I told him today, like, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Um, I don't know anything about it. And he's like, what do you mean? Did you not used to go to the arcade? My boyfriend's 34, by the way. Did you not used to go to the arcade and play Mortal Kombat? Um, no. <laughs> I don't no. know what a... No. I don't know anything about this franchise. Do, do you know? Do you know Mortal Kombat? Okay, I feel so... like I feel like it's stupid because then I tweeted about it or something and people got mad at me. And we're like, you don't know Mortal Kombat? You don't know Mortal Kombat? Like, no. Okay. First of no. all, I'm a faggot. <laughs> I, I might know Pokemon and Tomb Raider. Like, <laughs> Tomb Kombat? Raider. Ride that tomb, Lara Croft. 
Yes. Queen. You ride that tomb, Laura. You go, girl. You straddle that tomb. You go, girl. Go, girl, you go. slay that. Yes, hunty. I remember shooting the bears. <laughs> I've, I've told this I've told this story in Gangbang, I'm pretty sure, when um, my dad was playing Tomb Raider 1 on PlayStation 1, and it was one of the scenes that um, Laura was underwater and you had the health bar if you and, and then she died and you're like yes queen no 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 before she died i saw the health bar going down and i got so anxious i ran up to the playstation and i unplugged it <laughs> you have not told this story on gangbang before and my dad got so mad he didn't kick me in the ribs that time <laughs> but he got so mad cuz i could, i got so anxious i saw like oh my god laura is dying i don't want to <laughs> I don't want to say Laura die, and I unplugged my dad's PlayStation One because I didn't want to see Laura drown. Protecting women. Oh, from since day one, you're protecting I'm women's lives. I'm a feminist. Hashtag find Sai. Hashtag oh god, don't drown Laura. Don't, hashtag don't drown Laura. <laughs> I um my experience with Mortal Kombat. Okay. I uh, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh with a bunch of nerds. You know Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my God! Yes, I I have binders and binders of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, cards. I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh. The Pokemon card game. I is... never played it though. Nobody ever taught me how to play. I was just like pretty pretty card. No, I Mom, played. I I, I had a nice deck going for me. I played with like a small group of friends, and like that was like uh when I was in middle school before I had even come out, and I was getting. Um, religiously bullied by like everyone in school, including like including the goth emo kids. Like I was so bullied that the Not emos the goths too. The emos are the worst. I was fr- I was with the emos. That's why my Chemical Romance was my first concert. No, I was in high school when I transferred, but like when I was in junior high school, they the emos, the goths, the jocks, the science people, they all hated Chi Chi. And the only tie I had to uh, any social group back then was, like, playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And so I used to be in a Yu-Gi-Oh club. And every Thursday, we would go to the local ice cream parlor and play Yu-Gi-Oh. And there was a Mortal (laughs) Kombat machine there. And I never did it. And I watched them play it. And I said, this game looks gay. (laughs) But not in the fun way. Like, not in, like, the, the actually the gay way. Because... Gay the way that Hillary Duff would tell you not to say gay. Exactly. Because the yeah. correct gay fighting games are the following. Are you ready for this? Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Because all the male characters, I want them to rape me. I have an opinion. Okay. Because... Wait, wait let me finish um, Let me finish my list. No, go, the... go, 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 go. Okay. As, I, as I look yeah, up number two, uh, what I wanted to say. Soul Calibur. Do you know? Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur I'm, I'm is not, for I'm... gay people. It's for gay people and transgender women. <laughs> well, apparently I'm straight. <laughs> it's okay. You're not a gamer, girl. Number three, Super Smash SNK. Brothers. Oh. <laughs> but only if you play certain characters. And those characters Peach. include... Peach. <laughs> yes. I was always playing Peach. Yeah, it's Peach and it's Ness. Super Smash Brothers Melee is that what it was Not called? Melee. That was Melee. Are you? Is that? That's how, how you say, say it? it. It's Melee. It's not Melee. 
I it's almost called, to me. I literally was about to say no kazu because that's how it sounds like how my boyfriend would try to pronounce an English <laughs> word. <laughs> Speaking of boyfriend, I'm my boyfriend has been hanging out a lot with one of our good friends and his boyfriend. Like a lot. They okay. always watch drag Great. race together and they always have dinner parties. And I'm not there, so if they are doing what I'm about to say, what I'm about to insinuate they're doing is fine with me. But I'm pretty sure they're having threesomes. Okay, that, well, that's party. great. <laughs> that's great. It's good for your relationship. We need to go back to the point you were trying to make earlier when I oh, said, I remember. What was your hot take? No, it's not a hot take. Today, literally, before I didn't even know we were going to talk about this, I remember this character. I remember I used to have a game and it had like some type of she devil character. Mm-hmm. Um, gay culture but I didn't remember the name of the game and I don't know what the fuck but I knew I knew it was Street Fighter um, adjacent because I remember what's his name the guy from the one from Street Fighter Ryu what's his name Ryu um, so I, when I was taking a shit <laughs> I googled it <clears throat> and it turned out the, the game I, I had was called NSK versus Capcom, the match of the millennium. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I used to have this on the Game Boy Color. Apparently, it never came out on the Game Boy Color because I had it on a platform called the Nat Geo Pocket Color. What? Exactly. What the fuck was that? But then I Googled it. And I remember having this console, and it's called the Neo Geo Pocket Caller, and it was, it was the competitor to the Game Boy. Was it the moment? It was for a day. Yeah, and, and then you the got distracted by Millennium called... Falcon models. <laughs> well, ironically enough, my dad bought it because he was always traveling in Asia, so it always come. I'd always be in school with like the hottest stuff, like in my Italian hills. Everybody else dads were like chasing mushrooms, and I'm like, I got the Neo Geo pocket collar, <laughs> bitches. And the character, her name is called Morgan Aceland, Morgan Aceland, or something. Anyway, she used to be my favorite because she's like a she-devil with green hair and devil wings. And she used to do cool moves. And this game came out in 2000. That's how old I am. Yeah, that makes you really old because in 2000, I was literally four. I was six. (laughs) I was seven. (laughs) Fix the truth, t Hunty. Um, when I was in junior high school, my uh, my gaming moment Neo was Geo the PlayStation color. Portable, a PSP. No, but remember also um, the Nokia, the NG, what was it called? The That Nokia phone that also could play games? I don't Do remember recall. That? Oh. I, my first phone was a flip, was like a flip phone. Motorola, that was my first one. Yeah, I had a Motorola, and then after that, I had, like, some Verizon phone that had, like, a... You would, like, flip it. Like, one side of it has, like, the numbers on it, and then you open it, and it has a keyboard. I remember my friends... Oh, God. 
we're we're now that we're old, the age difference well, really let's doesn't speak matter. For ourselves. No, I'm speaking for everybody. But the age difference really makes no difference. But if we if we have to bring it back even a decade, those like three years make so much of a difference. Do you, I don't know? Do you remember people when they had those? I don't know if it was Nokia or whatever that like it was an empty MP3 and they could you could switch the bottom and it would turn into an MP3. I don't know about this. Ugh, fuck it. Okay, whatever. The, do you remember at least the gold Motorola Razor? I remember, oh, I remember like the Razor. Every you know any the, the we, gold. I remember one. the Razor because the released... Razors were so cool. <clears throat> But they released a gold one, and there were a couple of girls in my school back in Singapore that had them. And they were, of course, the most popular girls in school. Because in middle school, they had the Motorola Gold Razor. You know, sometimes I kind of, like, want to go back to Razor. I like, think you want to go back now. to Monkey. I want to go back to Razor. But... That's very Marine of you. I know. My, my thing is that, like... I would like to be able to take a phone to work that only has line on it, you know, like just line. Mm. Line! And then I could come home and then I could get my phone that has Twitter and a camera. But I really, like, when I'm, like, out of my house, I really only would prefer to have, like, messages and, like, MP3 music and podcasts because I check Twitter too much. But I adm- what I admire about you is that you're not an input hoe as much as I am. No, I I, I, uh, I have been reducing my amount of tweets. And I will tweet maybe between one and ten times a day. Where it used to be a minimum of 20 tweets a day. I, I remember when we first met, you used to be like a tweeter. Oh yeah, and now, 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 now you've got you've got a you've got a persona to curate, and rightfully so. And I'm just like I I got so drunk after we recorded the episode yesterday. I made like five, six, seven tweets. I looked at I, I woke up this morning, and I looked at my feed. I was like, "What the fuck?" David, open your everything. phone right now and go to your tweets and replies and read me what your last tweet was out loud. I don't have my phone. Oh, well, I'll just read mine then. I said, exactly. It got three my likes. last tweet. Okay, wait, uh, well, I can I can check. On wait, my... I can check for you. Let me go. I got it. I got no, no, you, I baby. Che- oh, I wrote, my last tweet says, people stopped posting about this song, and I need this to be the song of the summer, so let me bring it back. That's actually not correct. I just checked your Twitter for you, and your most recent tweet was you saying, Brie Runway. (laughs) Oh, actual, like, replies as well? Yeah, everything. Your last tweet was, Brie Runway. Oh, yeah. Brie Brie Runway. Before that, that, it's my friend back in Bangkok, if you scroll down a little bit, and he's always, like, live tweeting me or whatever whenever he's, like, doing drugs, and he... I told him, he always replies to my tweets, like, being, like, overly sarcastic to the point that I get annoyed. So I always tell him, like, if you don't have drugs and when I land, fuck you. And he replied with, like, I have Adderall. And I'm like, what am I, 12? Give me, like, crack. I saw that. And you used a, uh, you used a semi-ellipsis. Uh, sorry, a semicolon. 
I love a semicolon. I love a semicolon. One of the things I tweeted yesterday, because semicolons, this time I'm bringing it together. Semicolon reminds me of the Oxford comma, Oxford comma, uh, Vampire Weekend. Um, wait, 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 before we get into the- Vampire Weekend, I want to say I hate the Oxford comma and will never use it, ever. I think it's so disgusting. Oh, no, no, no. Agree, agree. Period. I'm just saying, um, I woke up this morning to one of my, one of my tweets, I deleted it now. It said, Vampire Weekend without context slaps. With context, still slaps. Okay. What the fuck? I don't know what... I don't know. <laughs> I feel that, though. Can we talk about Vampire Weekend? I'm, like, totally ready for this. I love Rostam. He was my gay awakening. Okay. We've talked about Rostam and him being your gay awakening before, so let's skip that part. Okay. I always forget, so thank you for reminding me. I got me. you this time. However, Vampire Weekend was so important to me. Same. Same. Oh my and God. Naked and Famous. Do you remember Naked and Famous? I'm not going to go that far, okay? Let, let's okay. just leave it at Vampire okay, Weekend because Naked to, and okay, Famous okay. is not something I'm willing to stretch myself for, okay? Okay, okay. You can only get so what much out of the Ryan Gosling indie band? Okay, okay, okay fine. Oh, just wait, no, Vampire hold up. Did you just say the Ryan Gosling indie band? What's it called? Like, yes. Dead Man's Bones? Zombie something. Yeah, Dead, dead Zombie. Oh my God, that whatever. album. Amazing. I love it. I love <gasps> it. My heart is a zombie for yes! you. Something like that. Yes! Right. I love that. I love Oh my god, record. wait. I've never even spoke to anyone out loud about this album before. I am so I am so happy that you know this record. It's one of it's literally one of my favorites. I bought my it. My heart on is a zombie for you. I bought it. I on love iTunes. that record. I paid for it. Oh yes! Oh my god, Zach! What I love that gangbang is us discovering each other. Oh my god, I know, because, like, we literally are just, like, uh, the same person, but, like, in a different spooky format. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> this episode is so different from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, today we're like, we love each other. And last time, I'm like, I hate you, David, I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> no, it, yeah, well, it's not even that. Like, at this point, at the same time yesterday, we were cussing each other out calling each other retards and you, I were yeah, like you told me to oh my kill God. myself last night <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my heart is a zombie for, for you. you yeah yes yes oh, yes. yes yes zach <laughs> oh my god thank you thank you oh my god that fucking project slayed and with I the remember- children's choir what's the yes the children's oh choir i remember google searching for like five years after they came out as like dead man's bones next album when dead man's bones yes 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 we need ryan gosling to return to tradition fuck la la land blade yeah. runner flopped oh go back up. make a new Blade album 2049 iconic oh i love that album uh sorry movie <laughs> fucking loved it <laughs> <laughs> I I took man to see it and he actually did like it and then uh, but then in the car right back or something he was like wait so why is Harrison Ford in this and I was like uh, no because this is a sequel to Blade but Blade Runner I was like, okay whatever <laughs> whatever I'm no, not I, doing I, this I, right I tried now. to get all my friends to like watch Blade Runner first because none of them had seen it and I was like come with me let's go watch it together none of them did it so I ate an edible and I went and watched it by myself the original. No, none of them had seen the original Blade Runner. I was the only one out of any of my friends who had seen it. I don't I don't love I don't love the original. No matter the cuts. No ultimate cut, director's cut, Ridley come in my face cut. I, I 
I don't love the original. I like but the I original. Love I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I like Blade it. Runner 2049 way more. Yes. Yes. I just... He's a guy. <laughs> Everything he touches is... I mean, how you... You start a movie. How do you make a movie a with mo- Amy you- Adams and it turns out good? No, no, no. But apart from... Yes. Yes. But I was going to say the same thing, but with... What's his face? The, the wrestler that's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Blah, blah, blah. Wait, everyone was just tweeting his name at me because I had something to say about plastic surgery. Mickey Rorick. No, not Mickey Roar, poor guy. <laughs> the the guy that opens um that opens twenty forty nine that um uh, Ryan Gosling he opens it. Yeah, Ryan Gosling goes to his house. Oh my god, it took you that him. long to get to Ryan Gosling after we were just sang the praises of Dead Man's Bones. Yeah, but no, but I didn't mean Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's character goes to his house and the movie opens with the fight scene. Yeah. With that actor, wait no. The, the doesn't the movie open with like the farm, like the like the, the 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 bug farm? Yes, the bug farm, and Ryan Gosling has to kill the. the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. That 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 actor, he's in fucking Marvel movies, and he used to be a wrestler, and he's terrible. And I now I can't remember his name, but my point was that he manages to open a movie. With him as like a focus point, and still make one of the best movies of all time. And this guy is a fucking wrestler in Marvel movies, and he can still make a movie cinema. Okay, so let's it made just sense like in my kind mind. of Whatever. trace how we got here. We were trying to talk about Mortal Kombat. Gave up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling, Mortal Kombat, Vampire Weekend, gave up. I actually do have a lot to say about Vampire Weekend, though. Go for it. I love Vampire Weekend. The first two albums, just just those two. No, I I gave up after. I like the first three. I like up until Vampires in the City or whatever it's called. Yeah, I I like it. I don't love it. I don't like. I it. like it. The first two shaped me. The, no. the first oh two Contra, like, shaped me. Contra shook me. Me and my cousin and you and your cousin. Okay. I, I want to talk about how I, like, you know, all my friends in high school were into Vampire Weekend. Didn't we like, talk about this yesterday? I was yesterday? in my Daft Punk era. Like, I was only listening to, like, Homework and Human After All, like, over and over again. And so I had no time for... Twee, New England, indie rockers. But then I went to college, and I got, like, personally exposed to Contra. And, like, that was my first album from them. And it changed me forever. How? Well, okay. You go from songs Extrapolate. like... Extrapolate. to the song that has uh, Joe Jonas. From- In December, drinking horchata. Balaclava. I think I think it's funny that you, because college means years after. If I'm putting it on a timeline, no, yeah, way after. So young and supple. Uh-huh. Um, I came into Vampire Weekend. I think now maybe I'm trying to now the tweet that I made yesterday makes sense. What I meant about the context means that 
they like were the a college like the indie rock moment that was going on then. Yeah, but uh, that I was not aware of. But I did come into them as they were coming out, um, and as Gossip Girl was coming out. So it was the like early twenty tens, like peak millennial culture that just everything got tied into a perfect bow of millennialism. Like to me, being a millennial is Vampire Weekend. Gossip Girl and Kesha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is my existence. If I if I have to boil down what it meant to be 18 in 2011, or what it meant to be, whatever, 16 in 2009, like, just what it meant to be a teenager at that time, Vampire Weekend, Gossip Girl, Kesha. Right. So I was completely detached from that. And the way that I got into Contra was, like, I thought it was, like, really intellectual and, like, emotionally profound. And I heard Diplomat's Son, which is, like, a song about, like... I'm a Diplomat's Son! son. It was 81! Yeah, I heard that song and I was like, oh my god, like, these two men who are, like, suddenly overwhelmed by an inexplicable love for each other and they smoke a joint together and then one of them is gone in the morning. I was like, I just, like, felt like that was such an underrepresented... Okay, Underrepresented sounds like I'm being like a social justice factor. No, no, like- I, I, I agree with I, because it was almost the same for me. So I totally agree with you. I get what you're saying. I heard, I heard that. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I this have is done so that. queer. This is so queer. It's so queer. And no, no, it's oh fuck off. Nobody no, no, was it doing is. I, like- I, I'm being facetious, but in a way that I agree with you. Nobody was doing queer like that. No, at period. That point. Which is funny, because, like, the band is, like, a group of straight guys plus Rostam. Which is why yeah. when Rostam went to go do his solo career, I was, like, so excited. Discovery. I, lo- I love the Discovery album, though. I, um, I don't love his music that he's done on his own. It never has hit me the same as, if, like, what Vampire Weekend did. And I think no, it's because... No, 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 no. At all. No, yeah, I agree. But... I-, I think it's because... Vampire Weekend provides, like, kind of, like, the straight aesthetic, you know? It's, like, the heterosexual realm, but it has, like, that creepy, like, shadow of gayness over it, and that's, like, way more interesting than being, like, I love a top! Why won't he fuck me? (laughs) Because, like, I already get that. Like, that feeling is exhausted. Like, everybody already knows. It's it's so funny, because the fact that I... I focused on the queerness of the song and not the actual words. And it is so, like, upper class. Like, literally, like, you're a faggot. My first exposure to faggot music was a faggot singing about, like, some rich faggot. Sorry. Some rich faggot singing about, like, (laughs) he was a diplomat's son. Like, sorry, I never fell in love with, like, some ambassador's kid, for fuck's sake. Like, that's how Vampire Weekend gets labeled as, like, this yuppie, like, upper class bullshit. And it's so true because it's, like, it's not, like, oh, the real itty gritty of being queer. Like, no, I was in love with the kid of an ambassador. <laughs> I never got that. But yeah. also having, be, being a TCK, it wasn't a, outside of my realm. No, because, um, I mean, your boyfriend hangs out with the princess. Oh, that was a whole drama today. But we can't speak about it. I don't want to <laughs> That's get arrested. <laughs> but no, I, I think it, like, I obviously don't relate to that either. Like, I grew up with, like, extremely working class parents, like, deeply in debt, like, could not, like, 
work a job to save their lives. And, like, I had to pay my own way through college and stuff. But, like, the kind of separation and the glamour of, like, these, like, rich people running around having, like, these, like, bizarre marijuana-soaked relationships. It's, like, it, it only, like, makes, like, the feeling of it so much more extreme. Because if someone was just, like, telling me what I've already done before, it's, like, oh, my God. I'm smoking a blunt that I begged for from my straight friend, and now I'm jerking off after getting rejected on Grinder. It's like I don't need to hear that. Like I got it already. Um, I agree with you. I'm about to piss my pants. <laughs> what did you want to wrap it up? Oh, okay. No, but okay. But before we can, I just go pee. I'm, I don't have to smoke. It's not a ruse. I'm just literally about to piss my pants. Okay, David's about to pee himself. So by all means. Okay, just give me like literally twenty five seconds. <laughs> okay. I have diabetes as always. He so was a no- diplomat, son. <clears throat> it was eighty one. You know, I had a poster of Contra hanging up in my uh, dorm room. I did not. I but did. Vampire Weekend were my uh, pipeline to, like, somebody like Lana Del Rey. Oh. Because I discovered them before she... Uh, maybe your timelines were fucked, but I discovered no, 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 them no, no. before I her. think Whatever. I, I, I got into Lana before Vampire Weekend. So you're right. Yeah. But to me, Vampire Weekend came before Lana existed lizzie grant lizzie grant i i think that's probably the the better way of uh, that's like the better chronology i just uh i don't know what was going on with me in high school honestly like lana i I miss that i miss indie music i i wouldn't even know where to start um discovering indie artists right now like I used the, to have. Era... I used to read Pitchfork every week, and I would listen to every album they reviewed. And like, now if I look at their website, no, I'm not gonna listen no. to any of that. <laughs> I I never got it from Pitchfork. I got it from from Tumblr. That's where Ooh. they. I got I got. Schooled. We are both on equal levels of disgust here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like th- th- n- none of us are winning that one. That's both no, of those no. are gross. <laughs> nobody's winning oh god but I mean it's like I I also miss that kind of like moment of pop culture because it's like now all of like the independent music is like I'm not shitting on Arca but you know it's like Arca adjacent it's like I'm an experimental pop person boop 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 I'm like wow innovative I agree this is why I actually loved Jenny Scones. <laughs> I loved her single because it doesn't have... It's, I told... I, it was great. It's yeah, great. Because it didn't have any of those pretenses of being like, I'm doing something innovative. I'm doing PC music. I'm R. It was just like a really good constructed song. And like no one does anything like that anymore. I... Because... In the early to mid two thousands, the indie sound was people trying to be innovative, but it was also such as a much smaller market. Uh, people just tried to stick to the mold, um, stick to the trends, 
but like inject, I guess, uh, personality. It was it was the year that we could get a Kaiza, a Seilulu, an Icona Pop, and a Lana Del Rey in the same year, and they would all be considered quote unquote indie. And now, who's indie? Uh, Slater, <laughs> like. Oh, she's indie. Yeah, she's she racist indie. too. Touch oh, my not body. the not the racist thing. I can't. I can't with that. I really don't care. She's because I like her music anyway. So. So why did you want to say and call her racist then? Leave her alone. I didn't call her racist. I said and the racist thing. It's not her fault. I would say it's, it's culture's not, she, fault. Yes, it's never her fault. This, you know, for once, it's not Slater's fault. I I would also say <laughs> at least not- at least she's not fucking uh what's that Camila Cabello that had like the N word Tumblr like that was fucked. <laughs> I was literally just about to say also don't really think it's Camila's fault as well. No, she deserves it. No, fuck her. I mean, I I hate her. Like I really hate her. Like I just think she's so talentless and boring and like. Any woman who puts Sean Mendes' dick in her needs to Senorita. die. Ugh. However, I think that people are mistaken about, like, Latinx culture. Like, in, like, the early 2010s, like, everyone said the N-word. This is something that just has to be addressed. I I'm personally didn't. <laughs> because I was a scared social justice baby when I was, like, 14. But, like, all of my friends... Latinx friends, I heard a lot of N-word bombs from them. And every single time they did it, they, oh my god, you can't say that. But it's, um, it was prevalent. Gwen Stefani, I thought you were a better Mexican than this. Fuck you. (laughs) I feel like Gwen Stefani has definitely said the N-word. I do, I've said this before, I'm pretty sure. I do not like the fact that Gwen Stefani gets away with all the shit she did because people no, like it. No, she did it. not get and away with it. And everybody else gets canceled no, for it. No, she did not I'm get tired away with of this. it. She did not. I mean, there was a gap in her career between Sweet Escape and whatever it was she farted out. Oh, now. no, no, no. Like, career-wise, no. she's dead. Oh, she's, she's dead. She's over. Like, she's but over. But every time she pops up on Twitter, you put up a picture of, like, uh, uh, or you put up a clip of, like, Rich Girl. Or whatever, and all the quotes are like, "She's allowed to appropriate because she slayed the house down, hunty boots, mama." And then people dig up a thirty-year-old picture of like some bitch doing like wearing a kimono, and it's like canceled, canceled. She is canceled. When <laughs> Stefani though, she slayed down the boots down, mama house, the house, house, mama house, yes, wait, no, mama. No, David, th- this is true, and this is the disgusting thing about social justice and cancel culture and, like, all of the... It's fucking the, bullshit. No, it's the tritely decide who is okay, because it doesn't matter at all. No one actually cares about any of this. They just, like... Barbara Streisand said that Michael Jackson's victims wanted to get raped. She literally said that in a print interview. Where is that drama? Where is that drama? Oh my god, she says like Beyonce exactly just put up Beyonce just put up her picture on her website today saying happy birthday um Barbara Streisand. Where is the drama about saying that the kids that got raped deserved it and they wanted to get raped? 
She literally Who sounds exactly like Chi Chi talking about Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie did nothing wrong. <laughs> Let's get her on the show. I think she'd be down. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Sherry Pie, come on the show. You Sherry Pie, come on Gang Bang. We love you. I want your merch. I know you have it. I don't it. particularly it love you, but I've got nothing to gain or lose. It's not like I've got a job or anything. So yeah, or come your on. face revealed on the internet. I'm the only one who suffers from this. My face is on the cover of Gang Bang where you float around with nothing substantial happening. I fa- I faced her. I've talked about this uh, two days ago that somebody was asking me, like, when are you going to face reveal? And I remember that I posted a picture of me on the toilet taking a shit to promote Gang Bang. Okay, Zach, but do it. You write to. Well, no, no, no. Before you write to Sherry Pie, I want to get Pangino on. And then we can... Okay. <laughs> after, after we Here's get the good plan ones. Of <laughs> I'm going to bring Sherry Pie on I'm So Popular first. And then I'll say, I have a spinoff podcast. You should come on that too. Okay, but I want to be in on the I'm So Popular episode with Sherry Pie. Just so I can listen in at least. I don't have to say anything. Just get me in. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> um... Let me figure out a way to channel you into my Zoom audio without you showing up as a... Why, why don't you just listen to the show after it's out, you faggot? I don't do podcasts. Oh, not this again. I mean, you did do... Uh, I know you've listened to at least two episodes of I'm So Popular. Yes. Me and um, the Katy Perry one. Oh, that means you've done three, because you also listened to the episode I did with Miku Divine. Oh, yes. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, I have the podcast you've listened to. No, actually, to the most. more, because I also listened to the one about Kanye West. Oh and my I god. The one about Azealia. You've listened the you have listened to no other podcast more than I am so popular. No, I used to listen to How Did This Get Made, but then they fell off. That's so absurd. <laughs> okay, David. You listen to How Did This Get Made? That's great. I like shitty movies. I have a film degree, I'm allowed to. Oh, wait, I thought that was, like, about, like, people, like, constructing items. I didn't realize that was about movies. No, they, it's a podcast where they review terrible movies. Yeah, I actually know what it is now that I understand. I've never listened, but I do get it. Yeah. You know, I just got followed on Twitter by, um, some podcast about evil gay men. (laughs) Evil gay men. It's called, like... I want to be a guest. This sounds like something... <laughs> this sounds like it's right up our alley. It's, like, right... It's both of right up of our alley, because, like, half of my show has been, like, devoted to talking about horrible gay people and the beautiful art they've made. So I'm like, okay, they We're horrible me, gay but, like, people. Now this is beautiful art. Are they going to ask me on their show, or am I just going to float around? Like, let's do something, girls. Let's go. We are horrible gays, and this is beautiful art. You, you so. know what? We're going to be one of the subjects of their shows. It's only a matter of time until Gangbang blows up, and then they listen to, like, the early episodes, and then they're like, Oh, my God! Every time I randomly, like, get drunk and check TriCast, and I see that, like, on a Thursday or a Wednesday, we've got, like, over 500, 600, 600 streams on an episode for no reason. My first thought is like, I guess slay my mom. And then I'm like, somebody shared this episode in like a group chat that needs to get us banned from the platform because we said something bad. Yeah, like that one time I, I literally one time I said like 
for two seconds, it's something bad about Kesha, and then we have, like, Kesha stands, like, obsessively listening and, like, sending our, like, <laughs> fucking podcasts and their group messages and then, like, sending, like, shady little tweets about us. And that episode blew... It's so funny, like, nobody thought to just, like, screen record. No, like, apparently, thank you for the streams. I don't... I think it's, like, does anyone care enough to, like, cancel us? It's, like, <gasps> Shanty Tyrell, David from Italy says something rude about Kesha! <laughs> He's homeless. I am. Let me. Let me. Let me reiterate. I am jobless and homeless. You gonna take away my Twitter account as well? Just let me breathe, please. Let her breathe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the tragedy of Terry. <laughs> the tragedy of Terry Hatcher just gets sadder and sadder. <laughs> it sure does. David, this was a beautiful little episode that we just pulled together. After the I sh- thought it was cute. We after the, after the the uh, shrapnel of yesterday. Oh, uh, there are several bomb shelters still need to be evacuated after <laughs> yesterday's demise. Oh my god! Yesterday was awful. I just the worst. Awful. I think. <laughs> do you know what I think that the problem was? Is I wasn't wearing any perfume. Oh, here we go. Oh, you don't want to hear about this? Tie it into your angel uh, fucking I'm not wearing angel shots. tonight, okay? Tonight I'm wearing Elizabeth died. Wait. I'm drunk. Elizabeth died. Elizabeth <laughs> yes, died. Yes, she did. <laughs> I'm she wearing died Elizabeth fat Taylor too. Passion. It's, a, it's she, good. She's dead, but she's still. her eyes are probably still purple. Yeah, and the, I mean the bottle is purple, and like it starts like it's like it smells purple. It's like this big campy '80s smell. It's like so huge and purple, and it's like this enormous like big flower pussy, and then like it like melts pussy into, out. Like, yeah, it like melts into like this armpit like poop smell, and it's so delicious. I love all of it. <laughs> I love that you enjoy perfumes. I just wear, like I've said a million times, I wear my CK1 that I buy at the airport duty CK1 free. is great, too. I think that's a wonderful choice. It, it matches my skin tone and my overall just being. David, I really think you should try Angel. It sounds expensive. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can get a pretty small bottle for, like, 40 bucks, and, I mean, that is expensive for you. Okay, let, let's open the Patreon. Get get gangbang listeners to buy me Angel. My birthday's coming up in a month. Somebody buy me Angel. I actually want to, like, buy you something for your birthday. So I need you to send me your physical mailing address, okay? Babe, I would love that. I don't know where I'm going to be in a month exactly. <laughs> I know. So I, I, I'm going to wait until, like, last minute and then... We'll see, and I'll like buy something on Amazon for you. But I have a few ideas. And then so, of things sometime I get in for June, you. I'll receive a packet and be like, "Oh wow, this was very sweet." <laughs> no, I'm gonna reveal. I'm gonna reveal what it was to you on Ganked Banked. Ganked get get wrecked. Get, get wrecked. Get, get wrecked. What? Get wrecked. Uh, a certain podcast that shall not be named. No, I was I was just trying to make a pun on our name. I wasn't talking to you. Oh. I was get get gang bang get wrecked whatever it made sense in my mind I'm sorry. <laughs> well, on uh, that note. Oh my fuck god, I'm gonna turn twenty. You, myself. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, fuck you. You got 
how do you killed a franchise? People with jobs, you killed a franchise. You're not allowed to be famous. You look like a horse girl. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not you Jenny never Nicholson. Be Jane. Uh, Elizabeth Holson. Fuck you. Fuck you, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. You nasty motherfucker. Period. He and looks so nasty. You know what? Skinny, gangly. Fuck you, people who don't like Caitlyn Jenner. Get over it. She's going to be governor, and I don't care if you think you're a Democrat still. She's going to be governor, and she's a queen. Fuck you. I would I would vote for her because she's a fucking queen. Because she's a queen. Absolutely. She's a queen. And if you're going to act like I a wish you'd kill my parents, not oh. not some random. Like, In the car? Been, oof, double homicide. Well, if you're going to act like a bitch. Then you're going to die like a bitch. Gang bitch.